Hi everyone, I'm Diego, and I'm joined today by our new podcast team member, Rohan. Hi, I'm Rohan Sedimsediwar, and I'm a freshman here at the University of Utah studying computer science. At UCareer Success, I'm part of the marketing team, and I'm very excited to be here. Today, we have the pleasure of speaking with two of our UCareer Success directors, Carmen Gold Johnson and Susie Shirtliff. Engaging with employers at career fairs provides students with fantastic opportunities. We've invited them to share their insights based on their experiences with career fairs and provide you valuable tips to help you prepare. Welcome back to Hey You. So just to get started off, can you introduce yourself and your role here at UCareer Success? So my name is Carmen Gold Johnson, and my pronouns are she, her, hers, and I am one of the directors here in UCareer Success, um, director over our partner colleges coaches, so the career coaches that are embedded into our partner colleges, such as fine arts, transform, science, chemical engineering, CSVS, and humanities. I am Susie Shirtliff. I am the director of career education and programming, which puts me over first and second year career coaches all over campus, as well as the first and second year coaches specifically in the business school, because they have dedicated coaches, and then a group of coaches that serve various colleges around campus. This podcast episode is about our Career Fest and advice regarding Career Fest. So for students who may not know about them, what exactly is a career fair? Such a good question because I think the idea and the thought of it can be so scary. But a career fair really at the end of the day is employers coming to campus and recruiting and marketing who they are. So when I say recruiting and marketing who they are and, and what they're hiring for too is to, to add to that. So it's having those employers like Cotopaxi, for example, you know, this is who we are, this is what we do, and then this is what we're hiring for. So it's an opportunity for students, depending on um, their discipline or depending on what they're interested in, to really just come and walk through the space in, a, in one space and have a variety of employers to, to talk to, to learn about, and see what they happen to be hiring for. So a career fair gives students and employers the opportunity to meet face-to-face and establish a relationship and discuss potential job opportunities. I know both of you have been a part of, helped with, tabled at career fairs. What have you found is most valuable for students attending career fairs? Ultimately, what I see and what I've seen in the past is most valuable is that connection with the employer, connection with that recruiter, just the beginning steps of the students being able to network with them and make that connection is what it's all about because they might not necessarily get a job right on the spot or an interview right on the spot but just being able to walk away and have somebody that they've connected with the employer that they want to to go work with or want to learn more about that's incredibly valuable because it just begins those networking skills to then be able to follow up after and move forward from there great as Some students may think um, career fairs may be daunting or just like a foreign idea for most of them. So who could attend our career fairs? Career fairs are really valuable for anyone. Any student uh, from the first semester you're on campus 
to the last semester you're on campus, even recent alumni can attend career fairs and find value there. So it's never too early to attend a career fair and it's really not too late either. So you touched on this very briefly, but it doesn't matter your year, you can attend a career fair. So how can career fairs be valuable to underclassmen who may think like, oh, I'm not graduating yet. I don't need to go to a career fair because I'm not looking for a job. Coming to a career fair as a freshman or sophomore is a great way to learn about companies that you may want to work for in the future. You have a room full of dozens of employers that you might have heard about some of them, you might not have heard about some of them. And you're in this room and you really get to explore. If you're deciding on a major still, it's a really awesome place to be because no one says that you have to pick your major first. If you fall in love with a company and have a great conversation with them and you decide, I want to work for that company, then you can start to look at roles and tailor your educational plans just from what you learned at the career fair. So I know uh, when I went to my first career fair, I was pretty unprepared. I didn't know who the employers were going in and I didn't have any questions prepared and I just went in and I was kind of confused as to how it worked. So what would your guys' advice be on how students should prepare for career fairs in terms of questions, clothing, etc.? Yeah, number one thing that students should do to help prepare for the career fair is to come in and meet with a career coach. Come in and meet with a career coach that can ultimately go through the different things for preparing, which is looking up the employers that are coming to the fair. You can go through and, and kind of map out, okay, based off of my interests or I'm exploring or I know exactly what company I want to go to. I mean, a variety of different ways, but the career coach can walk you through what that looks like, but then also they can help you prepare your elevator pitch or little speech to be able to share with employers about who you are and what you're looking for and interest. I think that one's the hardest thing for students is like, oh my gosh, what do I say to this person? And that is what a career coach is 100% here for, is to be able to help you craft that and feel more confident in it. And then also we can help the way down to the clothes. If you're wanting something that is more professional or something that you would like to dress up a little bit more, or you're just looking for a new outfit too to go, we have a career closet here in our office. Students can come rent clothes for free. So that are a couple things, but career coaching at the end of the day is the best place to go. I 100% agree with Carmen. I think the most important thing that you can do is have a confident introduction at the fair and then have a prepared resume when you go to these and research the employers. Your career coach is going to be your best resource to have all that happen for you. Perfect segue. This is one of my favorite things to talk about and it's the elevator pitch. It's so essential <laughs> yeah. in situations where you may not have an hour or two to talk with different employers. So do you have any advice for students who may be unsure how to craft their own elevator pitch or are nervous to use it in like a real world setting? Yeah. An elevator pitch might sound intimidating, but it's really just a 30-second introduction or less, really, about yourself, focusing on who you are, what you can offer to that company, and why you are interested. And we actually have a great handout that we will include in the show notes of this podcast so that you can look at it and craft your own. And then you could even come talk to the career coach about your elevator pitch. 
Once you've done some brainstorming and drafted what you can bring to this conversation, my other big tip is to practice out loud over and over again until you're comfortable. You should be able to say your elevator pitch with the slightest of cues, just kind of launch into this. It's one of the few things in your professional toolkit that you should have memorized. And it's really the first part of the interviewing. So you're halfway there when you've prepared a good elevator pitch. I agree. Elevator pitches are so fun from a career coaching perspective to work on with students. So to Susie's point of coming in and, and practice and practice and practice, you can come practice with us. But if you are wanting to practice on your own, some tips that I've told students in the past is saying it out loud in front of a mirror, saying it to a roommate or a partner or a spouse, a dog, like I have said my elevator pitch in front of my dog before. Also even recording yourself on your phone and listening back to yourself or recording and then sharing that with your career coach. There are a lot of different ways you can practice your pitch. It's just a matter of getting more comfortable with it. Um, to be able to, to go and use it wherever. You can also said, utilize this not only in the work environment, but you could also start to practice it in your personal life too, like when you're at the grocery store, for example. I definitely agree. Once I started practicing how I sell myself in a way to employers, I started noticing that it was easier to just become more conversational mm-hmm. with people in general. So at these career fairs, there's only so much time that you have and there's a lot of employers that you could potentially meet. Do you recommend students being specific or intentional on which companies they should talk to, or should they just try to go to everyone that they can? I think it depends on the time that you have, like you said. If you have a lot of time, first start with those that you are most interested in, but then if you have extra time, wander around and explore and just see who catches your interest and have spontaneous conversations because those might be some of the best interactions you have the whole fair. I think it also just depends on your major and what you're looking for because knowing that time is precious if you don't want to talk to everyone because nonprofit, it, it, for example, is just not what you're ever going to go into, then don't, don't do that. Those are specific to the, the area that are going to interest you, but I do love the idea of, you know, maybe just exploring. And even though you're a STEM major talking to a nonprofit, you just never know. It just really depends. You decide what ultimately is best for you. So I'm a STEM major myself, uh, computer science, and at the beginning of the year, there weren't a lot of engineering fairs. There were like mainly business-centered or like engineering but not computer science related. And I still decided to go and talk to the recruiters with no intentions of landing a computer science role. I got so many connections and I got opportunities that aligned with my interests. Yeah. So even if you don't feel like it works, just try and shoot your shot. When you're going and talking to these employers, what do you recommend we ask? Is there more exploratory questions, asking more specifically about the industry, about job opportunities? What kind of questions should students ask recruiters? I think they should do your homework ahead of time if you can, especially if you have very specific um, companies you want to go to, so you kind of have a little bit of an idea of who they are and what they do. A couple questions that come to mind right away for me is explaining to them, hey, this is what I found out about the company during my research, and I really like this about your company. Can you tell me a little bit more about your company's culture? and what it's like to work there. It's a really great question to couple with the, hey, I did some research and now I wanna know more. It makes you stand out a little bit more there. Two other ones that stand out that I like is like what they're looking for in candidates.
candidates and also what day-to-day looks like for a certain position that they're hiring for. And I would add to that, remember that the person you're talking to is also an employee of the company. So make it personal for them. People love to talk about themselves. So asking, what do you like about working here? Or what brought you to this company? And just have a conversation with them aside from the nuts and bolts and make it individual for them can make you memorable. Like, oh, they asked me about me and not just the recruiter. And then also about the hiring process. That's really helpful too because sometimes there can be so many steps students aren't aware of They and they might explain, yeah, I'm going to take your resume back or once your resume comes through, we review it as a committee or we send it to the hiring manager and then it takes about six weeks. So once you get that kind of information, it tends to help you plan and prepare for your next steps. So we've been talking about our elevator pitch and approaching recruiters being very conversational. This may be hard for students who tend to be more introverted. So would you guys have any advice on how students that are introverted could talk to recruiters or help ease their nerves? Bring a buddy. We both wrote. Yes. In the very beginning. Bring a buddy that you can go with to be able to go into the career fair, talk, and then step out of the career fair. Mm -hmm breathe, chat with your buddy. At at the career fairs, we have water and it's in the union, so there's snacks. Food court downstairs, so you can go grab a bite to eat and come back up because it can be a lie. I've been going to fairs for years and I even sometimes am like, oh my lord. (laughs) There's like so many people, so many employers. Sometimes you just gotta take a breath and it's nice to be able to turn to a buddy and talk to them. Something I would add to that is as you're looking at who to talk to, Look for those tables that maybe aren't as crowded where you're not going to have to fight for the recruiter's time because there will be ebbs and flows in the career fair. So if you can arrange it with your schedule, I know sometimes you know you go when you can go because of classes, but if you can hit it, like the lunch hour tends to be a yeah. really busy time to attend, but if you can go right at the beginning or even towards the end, that might be a little bit less busy for you. You might not have to fight for the recruiter's time and a little bit less intimidating for you to be able to walk up to the table and have a one-on-one conversation where you're not having to like talk with five other people around you because that can be overwhelming. At these career fairs you're going up, you're learning a lot about different companies. How can you showcase yourself and your skills and your knowledge and experience at these career fairs? One thing that I think is really valuable is The only thing the recruiter knows about you is what's on your resume. So you should be very comfortable speaking to everything on your resume and presenting that in a way that flows well. If they see that you took a class that they're interested in talking to about, be able to pull out the key points from that class effortlessly. Don't be like, oh yeah, I did take that class. I think I learned a few things like that. You should be able to say, oh yeah, in that class, We talked about this, this, and this, and I applied it in this way. That's gonna make you sound much more professional than having to think about those experiences. And same thing with your work experience, you should really be able to reflect on that and share things that are not on your resume about your certain experiences, because they will be able to read it, but what did it mean to you? What did that opportunity mean to you? And I would just add, if you are struggling or, or, or not quite sure how you want to take certain things on your resume to be able to showcase and talk about it, because it's one thing to write about it on your resume and hand it, but then be able to talk about 
about it because the elevator pitch is different than this. The elevator pitch is to get the conversation going, but then once you start to have the conversation and showcasing the work experience, those projects, those skill sets, again, just to plug the career coaches, that's what we're here for. We can talk through how do I articulate and communicate the things that I learned so it doesn't feel like you're reading the bullet point off of your resume in front of the employer. That would be a little awkward. (laughs) So how can you make it more natural, make it more conversational? And that, again, career coaches can help you with that. Say that students take this advice and, you know, they become great conversationalists and they've talked to all these recruiters and they leave these fairs with all this knowledge, all these business cards and flyers, and that could probably give you action paralysis and you have so much that you don't know what to do. So what would you recommend students do after a career fair? Follow up. Yep. Even if you have tons and tons of cards, like following up and reintroducing yourself, catching that resume, thanking them for their time. A little tip that I have done in the past with networking events is applicable here for career fairs that I've told students is if you get a business card or a flyer, had a conversation with the employer or the recruiter, on the back of it, write one to two bullet points or one to two things of the conversation you just had with that person. So then when you are doing that follow-up, you can include some of that like, hey, thank you so much for talking to me about XYZ. Then you have that information from that bullet point that you wrote on the business card or the flyer. So it makes you stand out a little bit more and they can be like, oh yeah, you really, oh yeah, I remember that conversation with Susie. So I think it's that follow-up and thanking them for their time. And then depending on where the conversation went, it's attaching an action to that so that the conversation can continue to happen with that employer and recruiter. I 100% agree. I know at the beginning it can be overwhelming when you first look at that pile of swag and information. (laughs) So I would take a few minutes to get organized and just gather your thoughts and maybe even make some notes like in Excel and prioritize the ones that I was really impressed with. These are secondary and then lastly, who I'd want to follow up with just because as we've said, time is a limited resource. And if you felt like you made a really good impression with certain people, you wanna follow up quickly with them and connect on LinkedIn or send a personalized email with your resume so they can remember that. I wanna give you both the opportunity to say any parting words, any final advice. Come by. It's as simple as that. Just come by the career fair. Whether you just, even if you have five minutes or you have two hours or you have no idea or you know exactly what you do, just come through, come by. And when you get the opportunity to also make an appointment with a career coach, whether it's preparing or following up after a fair. We've talked a lot about ways to prepare. If you have the time to do that, we think you'll have a great experience, but don't let that scare you away from coming to the fair. It's better to show up and have the experience. At most of our fairs, we will have career coaches on hand to guide you through and do first-timers, fours, that ease your nerves if you're feeling anxious about this experience. Really come and just check it out. Even if you just walked through and didn't talk to people your first time, Mm -hmm. it would be a good good opportunity to be in that environment. That's why it's like quite literally just like come through. And you need to define what that through is the first time, but it's important just to, to show up. Thank you, Carmen and Susie, for providing your insights and tips on career fairs. To learn more about upcoming career events and receive help from a career coach, come to the U Career Success office located on the first floor of the Garth Building or go to our website. If you like this episode, make sure to give a like, a follow, and share it with your friends. This has been Hey You!